Hello, welcome to another episode of Writer's Tribe. I have the wonderful privilege of having Miss Cornelia on. How are you doing today? Hi, Tara. Thank you. I'm very well. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Today. I am excited too. I'm excited. So I met you through another author who is your cousin, right? Nango? Yes. Yes, she's my cousin indeed. But <laughs> so, she told me about this. She's like, you, you see, Cornelia, you need to get on it. CK, come on board. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so for those who have been listening since um, the beginning, Nango um, was an author. Well, she's an author who wrote uh, Animals of Our Land. She came on a few months ago. We spoke and she told me all about her cousin who wrote a book of poems, which is a really good book. And um, that's what we're here to talk about. So could you tell us about yourself? Yeah, well, my name is Cornelia Kiananoir, and I'm an author, a mother, a social worker, and also a coach and a mentor. So I'm originally from the Democratic Republic of Congo, so which is DRC Congo in Central Africa. But I live in London, probably hence why the accent as well. So I'm actually from London, currently living in the UK. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's a snapshot about me. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty cool. You are an author of a book, you're a writer, you're a mentor and coach. So um, could we talk about like, what kind of coach are you? What, who do you mentor? Okay, so the coaching is kind of like a new program that I'm starting. So I am a qualified social worker here within the UK and my background is mental health. So my areas of expertise is mental health and abuse. So I work with some people who have experienced domestic violence as well mm. and um, mental health. So those are my areas of expertise as well. So I have worked with children. I've worked in many um local we call it nhs here which is like the health service mm -hmm. so it'll be like the hospital and i also work with the council as well so um so i'm starting a new mentoring program which is just um about empowering individuals you know just encouraging people to embrace you know their authentic self and i do recognize that you know based on past trauma maybe past experiences there's sometimes and especially with covid as well because we're kind of fresh coming out of covid as well and i think it's made people more aware and in tune with their self and the importance of self-care and mental health mm -hmm. so really i'm just creating a coaching program because what i do within my professional capacity and personal capacity as well is I do help people to get into like employment and training, but I'm I'm finding myself doing a lot more one-to-one -one therapeutic work with individuals, helping them to reach their desired goals and outcome. So because I've been doing this um, for a while as well, and I'm doing it quite voluntary, I'm thinking of now being more independent, working more within the community and giving back to um working with individuals just to help them to maximize themselves really nice that is really good so um i love what you're doing uh, i know that it's going to impact a lot of people so um which leads me into my questions did you think that your profession kind of helped you as a writer yes do you know what in a crazy way i think i'm at that stage where um, in terms of because I've been writing like here and there since I was nine years old like mm -hmm. I remember when I was nine I used to write little like songs and you know giddy around and write things so I've always enjoyed writing and it's always been an outlet to me so now that I am now older because I'm just I'm 31 now and honestly I 
to be honest, is manifested from early. Mm-hmm. And this is where I just think and I sit down like God is so amazing because I was walking through this journey of life and it's only now I'm able I'm I have the ability to understand how everything falls into place. So I started writing from from my early childhood. I can remember from like nine years old. I was making, you know, I'm um, just writing, you know, stories and just, you know, um, I had a diary and stuff like that here and there, you know, writing songs and that kind of thing. And then during my mid-teenage years, that's when um, I had like my first exposure, real exposure with mental health. Mm-hmm. So and studying that during college, it made me quite passionate I knew I loved the whole advocacy the empowerment and ensuring that individuals had you know um, pertained their rights so not knowing it kind of all started to fall in line and now that I'm reaching um, this new chapter of my life I'm now starting to see that so I was like doing it blindly for a while so I've been like a qualified social worker for about 10 years now mm-hmm. I only started writing I published my book of poems last year mm-hmm. but then upon reflection and speaking to like family members and people who've known me since childhood and also upon reflection I've actually realized that the manifestation of all of this it's been happening over time but it just really came to the forefront of my mind and for the forefront of my being um when I published the book Wow. I'm not sure if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Wow. So it's already been in you for a while. And then when you publish your book, it blossomed. Literally. Because for a while, I was just like, you know, we always talk about gifts and talents. And I've got um, one of the themes in my book is about talents. Mm -hmm. So I always knew because I find writing quite therapeutic and also working with people. And for years, I was like praying, praying, you know, you, um, and I listened to a lot of motivational sermons. And I'm always like, I want to live within my purpose. I want to live, uh, you know, a meaningful and fulfilling life. I want to do something that, okay, I know is it, purposeful. And a lot of the times, it was only when I was in deep connection, deep prayer and fasting, then actually everything I was searching for was actually, I've been doing and it was all within me. Wow. If that makes sense. Wow. And then God like kind of opened my eyes and I came to the realization it was like a light bulb. And it was like, oh my goodness, like all this thing I was doing has been here the whole time. Wow. But um, but then I realized he was like grafting me for the process mm-hmm. because within the social work journey, I always, for the past five years now, I've been saying, I want to be independent. I want to be independent. So I've been accumulating as much experience as possible working with different individuals. So then um, I have the ability to help them in the community and work independently away from those services. So then now it's just all falling into place. Wow. That is so amazing. That's a good testimony. So um, you wrote a book of poems. So did you, how long did it take for you to do that? Is it like a collection of writings that you've already had? Or did you sit down to write a book of poems specifically for this book? Okay, so I had um, the first poem, Unjust Heartache. I had that poem. I wrote that poem about three and a half years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, No, this is going to be the fourth year that I wrote the poem I wrote that poem and I had it there. So then um, what happened was the way that this seed was manifested was I've got a page called Reswitch Your Mind, which is on um, on um, social media. And it's just really a motivational page. And there I put a lot of motivational, inspiring material. And um, somebody contacted me once and they were just like, oh, I'm writing an anthology. Do you have, I love the work. I love what you do. Do you have a piece of work that you would like to feature in the anthology? And I thought, 
at the time, I thought, oh, I don't have anything. Then I remembered I have this poem. And at that time, the poem is centered around um, the heartbreak that I experienced a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So it was something, again, like I said, writing is an outlet for me and it's something I find extremely therapeutic. So I wrote the poem at the time and I remembered it, two years after I wrote it, I shared it with my family in the group chat and they was just like, oh my goodness, Cornelia, this is amazing. Because they call me CK as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. So um, that's actually my nickname. They call me CK. So um, they were like, this is amazing. You really need to share it. Like um, you should. And one of my cousins actually said, have you considered writing? And I thought, oh, because it's something I do privately, I didn't think that it would benefit other people or I can do it in that capacity. I knew I write in a professional capacity at work. But um, it didn't occur to me that, okay, maybe I can write like um, informal stuff and it could benefit other people. So then after that was released, I a lot of individuals in the, um, last year, they kept approaching me to feature. To feature. And honestly, I, I, I say it's the Holy Spirit. I sat down um, at work one day and I started to, you know, write materials because one person approached me and said, because in the first anthology, I only had one page. But whereas they were like, oh, you can have five pages or how many poems? And I thought to myself, I was like, I don't have these much poems. Then I thought to myself, actually, I can write my own. So then I prayed about it. And then Bespoke Minds was birthed. So at first, I only had the one poem, Unjust Heartache. And then I composed the rest of the 11 once I came up with the idea to to write the book of poems. All in all, I think it took me a good, probably a month to write it. That's not long at all. It's not long. And it was in between work, very antisocial hours as well. But I think I stopped as well. Um, the month was spread up to like two, three months. Mm-hmm. Because in my part, in my family last year, we, we unfortunately lost um, a few family members due to COVID. Oh, no. So when that happened, I wasn't in the right, right frame of mind and I couldn't really produce anything. So I put that on hold for a little bit and then I picked it up again. And then Bespoke Minds was was here oh that's awesome well congratulations and I I love that I love the process that um, you've explained because a lot of people think that you have to have everything all at once I love how you said that you started with one and then from there you went on and did more you created more poems and then bespoke minds Mm -hmm. was birth and so um, could you tell me about once you finish your poems how long did it take for you to publish like what was that like for you was it did you go oh through my any, was it scary was <laughs> it... <laughs> do you know what it took me okay so I officially finished the book because again I was working full-time I am still working full-time and then so it was like evenings weekend in between like evenings weekends and to be honest even like Sometimes ideas will randomly come to me. So even in my phone, I have like a notebook section. So when ideas will come, I will just jot things down. But all in all, it was done by um, the summer. It was done by the summer. So um, because I know I had two weeks off. I kind of planned it. I had two weeks off um, during the summer. I had two weeks off work. So I kind of gave myself um, the target that it needed to be finished. So the whole process all in all, but then it wasn't published until October. So I would say about two and a half months. um, It took the whole publishing process because I had to finalize, be happy with the the poems, 
finalize that and then also i got someone else to proofread and then you know the editing mm-hmm. and then also the um someone to help me with the publication of the the books as well so about two and a half months it took me for the whole publishing process oh wow that's not long at all that's that's yeah. that's really good so could you talk about one of your poems just to give the audience just a taste of you know you don't have to give too much away but just you know explain one of your poems oh <laughs> It's so hard to pick one. Um, perhaps, do you have a favorite, or and then I can give maybe. Um, I actually want to hear like what, what <laughs> which one speaks to you? Like which one? Actually, I want to talk about the one that started it all. Let's talk about okay. the poem that was like that kind of birth bespoke minds. Okay. Yeah. So the one that birth bespoke minds is called unjust heartache. Mm-hmm. So I came out of a long-term relationship, a long-term committed relationship, which ended abruptly. And because of that, you know, um, it ended about two weeks before we were due to go down the altar, that relationship. And also my daughter was also, um, a product of that relationship. You know, my biggest blessing, the way that it ended abruptly, it was really, devastating it was heartbreaking it was unimaginable unbearable humiliating like there was so much things I was going through at the time and I think my saving grace I started a new job at the time and even when I started the new job I remember I couldn't see properly um I had insomnia my mood I was losing a lot of weight I didn't even realize um, but then, you know, by the grace of God, I had a good prayer network as well. I had some ministers within my church as well. They were just, I was covered in a chain of prayers. And it was during that time, I remember, because it happened around um, August. It was during that time I wasn't able to do much things for myself. But um, yeah, I was, through that chain of prayer, I was really carried. I think that was a stage in my life when I realized that actually, Prayer speaks volumes because sometimes you can be in a stage where you're not even able to pray for yourself, but the Amen. press from others really sustain you, yes. you know? Yes. Um, but during this time, again, writing was my outlet. I started a new job. It wasn't active at all. And, you know, there was a lot of admin and shadowing and things I had to do. And I was just, um, I remember it took me actually two days to write this poem. Wow. It didn't take me long at all because um, I had a lot of time in my hands. So I just started to channel my emotions and feelings. And that's what really birthed Unjust Heartache. Wow. I'm sorry that happened to you. So um, a lot of times we come up with the best material through um, heartbreak, through the hardest yeah. times in our lives. And that's when everything that we're experiencing while we're in the thick of it, why it's so raw, like it's just, it can really speak to them who are experiencing whatever it is that they're experiencing. So um, I said that to say, what would you say to someone who is currently going through a hard time and they're Mm -hmm. a writer and, but it's like, they, you know, you don't really want to waste your pain. I know that sounds kind of crazy. Like I know some people actually look for, I wouldn't say look forward to pain, but when they're going through something, they know that the best material comes out of it, but they're writers, they're creatives. But what about the people who are sitting on their gift and Mm. they are going through a hard time? What would you say to them to like inspire them to like, look, let's let's heal through this, through your writing. I know that's kind of like a heavy question, but. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, the first thing, because you said it so nicely, I would definitely encourage you to write. I would encourage anybody to just use their outlet or that individual. If writing is an outlet for you, write it, you know, um, do use this time to love yourself. Use this time to to um, to strengthen yourself and to just really think about what you want. Like sometimes in life, I think and just from my experience, just going back and then maybe I can answer that question a bit more mm-hmm. like. Unjust heartache is a very personal story um, story about me and my life mm-hmm. and what happened to me. But one of the the um, blessings that I have from the um, unjust heartache is I can actually go to the end of the poem. So in the beginning, when I wrote that, I was distraught. I was devastated. Even if I share some of the lines with you, it says that your world could be turned upside down in an instance. You do not always know how happy you really are until you are left to experience a depth mm. of a heartbreak imposed with a new dark cold reality Mm. you know and you can get to the stage where you start to wish your life away you can't tolerate your current state that's how you feel at the moment so my advice will always be for the individual process it you know whatever you're going through you know experience it and process it but the beautiful thing also with unjust heartache is that now that I I have the ability to process it and I found my outlet and by God's grace, I'm now able to be at the end of the poem. So now I actually look at myself and I'm like, wow, I experienced that. Sometimes when we're going through things, we could be at the beginning of the journey, but it's just a reminder there is, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel and things will get better. Like even now, let me share um, one of the endings of Unjust Heartache with you. It even says here, as you turn your back on the storm, you are repaired, strengthened and empowered. Your past burden ceases. Um, as you embrace your blessings and happiness, you firmly stand confidently with faith, acknowledgement and certainty that you would dance with the person that you have become whilst you embrace your new and redeemed self. So it's just like a reminder that no matter what you go through, like um, things will get better, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a process and it's time. And I always tell people, don't give yourself, um, don't put a time frame on it. You know, healing is different for everyone and it looks different. For different people but just ensure that you're doing it within your own time and you do take the, that time to heal and just going back to like what you were saying about um you know different people have like different talents and different outlets mm-hmm. there's also talent just as I'm, I'm smiling because talent is also one of the theme that i've written in written in bespoke minds mm-hmm. and you know your talent is personal your outlet is it might not make sense to anybody else as long as it makes sense to you mm-hmm. if you're writing something and you find it therapeutic you can write it for yourself because for me i find it is you offloading some of your burden sharing some of that mm-hmm. you know for me i find when i write it's like instead of things being jungled up in my brain i can actually um, release that right, you know it's right. a it's a way of me, you know, releasing some of that. So right. do some soul searching and see what, what works for you. And also, I would definitely say, please don't let shame or do not suffer in isolation. Yes. You know, like regardless, you know, whether you're a believer, you're not, you know, fellowship is so important. People are so important. You know, we have a network. You're, each each people's um, network is different, mm-hmm. you know, and different people have an outlet and a source so no matter what you're going through you know there's always I'm sure you know hopefully there should be someone you can confide in or someone who will be able to listen be kind to yourself I think there's a words of wisdom that a lot Mm -hmm. of people can live by and that will anchor them during one of the hardest seasons of their lives 
because going through heartbreak, especially unjust heartbreak, can seem just it, it can consume you and a person can believe that they're not good enough or something's wrong with them or why is this happening to me and reading your poem could give them hope and hearing what you have to say could give them the hope to continue on and believe that you know this isn't the end this is not where it all ends this isn't where god Absolutely. says all right you can die now <laughs> <laughs> so what um what is next for you are you planning on writing or releasing more poems or are you writing a, a, a any more books or what's what's next for ck I'm, i've always wanted to before bespoke minds i always said i would love to like write a biography of my life i think because i've had um, an event for quite seasonal adverse and pleasurable you know life is my life has just been a journey within itself and i think there's many testimonies there as well so i think that's something i'd like to do in the future as i said definitely like i will definitely write a biography of my life um but for now i think i'm definitely going to focus on doing more one-to-one -one community um things promoting bespoke minds as well because i feel like there's a lot of content in there that's really beneficial and um, a lot of the time and one thing about Bespoke Mind it literally encourages self-acceptance affirmation and acknowledgement you know that you are here you are seen you are a person and you matter um, a lot of the time and it's just really encouraging I think my purpose and I feel like I really just want to help people to embrace their full excellence and to mm. be the best versions of themselves they could be regardless of what they want to achieve you know just to say hey you could do it because a lot of the time it's always our silent battles you know and it's always the inner conflicts that we often i think a lot of the times we do have external factors and lots of things that can prevent you from achieving what you want to be to but actually sometimes we could be the biggest obstacles ourselves and this is where i think um <laughs> <laughs> with my mentoring and um, coaching program is just really going to be tailored to individuals needs and their desired outcome and helping them to be you know is it looking at their aspiration looking at their acknowledgement their ambition accountability and achievement you know be is it realistic you know and like that's what i just want to continue to help and empower individuals on a personal level and on a greater level for them to just maximize you know their, their full potential and their full being so perhaps they could be a probably bespoke um, mind you know who or different version but i think for now it's just um and the feedback that i've been receiving so far so definitely i would encourage you go and check it out and please i am welcome to feedback as well um however um you're able to relate to bespoke minds please you're more than free my contact details are there you can contact me but so far like um it's quite surprising as well because even on just um heartache i wrote that and it's so personal to me because it happened to me and there's other poems and there's other themes that i thought um people were more likely to um relate to but actually to my surprise and it's really unfortunate but an unjust heartache is very common in the society that we're living in absolutely and, yeah and I've had a few individuals now and they've said to me, Cornelia, you're so brave. Like, I can't, wow. And they've been able to draw so nicely and connect with unjust heartache. So for me, it's actually taught me, hey, wow, okay, this is my personal experience, but 
it's mirroring so many other people. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad. And I put it out there just to say, hey, because it's something that can bring shame and it could be something that could be devastating. But it's just to bring comfort to say you're not alone and things will get better. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful poem because people have been cheated on, lied mm -hmm. to, or, you know, sometimes people simply change their minds and it can hurt. You know, it's a pain that is within. And so your poem has definitely, I, I believe that it's been, it's helpful, you know, it helps people and, and it allows, it validates people and it allows people to be seen, you mm. know? So, um, yes, it, it, it resonates with so many people because unless you've met someone, you know, right away and then you're living happily ever after and, you know, a lot of people have experienced some sort of heartache in their life yeah. or, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic heartache. It can be heartache with a family member or friend or, mm -hmm. or whatnot. So, yeah, your your poem speaks to the masses. And I'm so grateful yeah. that you Aww. were able to release it and, you know, give us all hope <laughs> who might be experiencing that. So um, where can everyone find you? So you can find me, um, I've got a social media, which is Cornelia CK, and my, I'm working on my website at the moment, which will be coming very soon. So by the end of February, it'll be up and running. Mm -hmm. It's Cornelia, C-O-R-N-E-L-I-A-C-K.com. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on my website. You'll be able to catch me there. They'll, um, you can also get a copy of Bespoke Minds directly there too. I'll also have my mentoring program on there as well, the one-to-one nice. -one sessions directly on the website. Um, Bespoke Wines is also available on Amazon as well, worldwide. And it's also um, available on some major um, retailers. So like um, City and Hobbs, um, Water. there's many outlets. So um, you can connect with me via Amazon and then um, on my website. I think the best place is on my website because um, it's being streamed in very many, many outlets. But the main ones that's been advertised is Amazon and it'll be on my website as well. And it's also available to download on ebook e as well in case you don't want the hard copy. Yay. Okay. So everybody go check out the book. It is so awesome. Um, I want to say congratulations to you. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been a pleasure and I just, I'm excited to see what God is going to continue to do in your life. Thank you. And I just want to say thank you so much, Tara, for having me. Honestly, Aww. what you're doing is amazing. It's like, it, it melts my heart. It's so lovely because, um, it's nice to have, you know, different authors empowering and supporting and encouraging one another. So it's been a pleasure getting to know you. And it's just nice for us to celebrate and salute one another. So thank you very much. You're so welcome. Aw. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I will talk to you next time. Okay. Cool. Thank you. You're Bye, welcome. everybody.